Welcome back to the Suplex Show with Brett Ed. I'm your host, Brett, and today we're going to be taking a look at the last night's SmackDown, which was important for, well, a couple of reasons. I mean, it was to go home for Money in the Bank. It saw, spoilers, by the way, for the episode, it saw the return of the first ever Universal Champion, Finn Balor. Um, but also, the biggest thing, probably the biggest return we're going to see this whole year, the return of fans. That's right. Fans were back. For the fans are now back permanently. Well, unless there's another pandemic, to um, WWE starting with tonight SmackDown, followed by this Sunday's Money in the Bank, and then Monday Night Raw. I'm excited to watch Monday Night Raw. What a time we live in! So the, you know this tonight uh, SmackDown fans were back. It was bloody elect. I wasn't there personally, but like just watching on TV, it was electric. The crowd was incredibly hot it was so cool so fun it like flew by what well, it was such a fun episode it, yeah it was so cool um but before we talk about we get to talking about the main talking point of the show which of course you know fans well there's many i'd say the main is fans being back um let's do a little intro i don't have a ton to talk about um been trying to eat healthier recently i guess um that's been going well. I mostly I eat like a yogurt for breakfast. I eat like cottage cheese and then a fruit and a vegetable for lunch. And then dinner, I just kind of like maybe like some like meat. And then I try to like mix it into a salad, something like that. So yeah, I've been trying to eat um, a lot healthier recently, you know, just treat my body well, I guess. Uh, you know, I also like to exercise. So I've been doing a lot of that. So yeah, just been very like active doing stuff. Recently, the other day I did watch, um, I didn't see, um, the new Space Jam movie, Space Jam, A New Legacy. It was, it was okay. Um, it wasn't great or anything. It was fine. Um, I, like, it's a 5 out of 10. And this is in the American education system, so 5 out of 10 is okay. I find it wasn't good, it wasn't bad. It was, it was completely fine. I, it was okay. It was whatever. It was fine. Better than I expected, because I heard it wasn't great, but it was fine. And uh, spoilers for the movie, by the way, right here. That Rick and Marty cameo, whoo-hoo, that was pretty sick. That There was some things I quite enjoyed, but there were some things I also did not like. But yeah, uh, that was okay. I'm getting ready. I don't know when, but I'm planning on seeing Black Widow soon. So very excited for that because, um, you know, I'm a big Marvel fan, of course. We haven't had one since Spider-Man Far From Home. Is that in 2020 or 2019? This is in 2019. Jeez. That was like, it feels like that was like 10 years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's crazy. Gosh, how the time has well, not flown by. How the time has slowed as of recently, especially in 2020. I mean, this year's been better, but still not great. But yeah, um, that's cool, I guess. Um, I don't have much else to talk about, to be honest with you. Um, so I guess let's get into the review show and normally i'd talk about i mean i guess i will do like the main talking point segment first but i'm just gonna talk about the fans um because this crowd was hotter than a oven yes hotter than an oven everybody what what a segue what a segue anyway let's get to the main talking point of the show which was the crowd's return i'll see you there Welcome back to the Suplex Show. I'm your host, Brett, and now we're going to be getting to the main talk part of the show, which was the fans, buddy, being back, baby. So, um, I mean, there's not, it's kind of hard to discuss this, but let's just say the crowd was electric the whole night. Um, some of the biggest pops I've ever heard watching wrestling then again. 
uh, I started watching last year, which means the only show I've ever seen live with the crowd, other than the past couple of Dynamites, was uh, WrestleMania. So I don't have much experience with the crowd. But I have seen, like, videos of, like, old WWE before the great, the great um, disappearing of the crowd on YouTube. And the pops tonight, that night, or on SmackDown, were huge. Um, I'll just go over. Um, they, and they were probably for everyone. It doesn't matter who it was. Um, Roman got a huge pop. Um, Vince opened the show. He got a big pop. Um, uh, who else? Who else? Um... Mysterio's got a huge pop. Edge easily got the biggest pop of the night. Fans were wild when he came out. It was crazy. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Who else? Uh, Sami Zayn got a big... Everyone got a big pop. Sami got, got a big pop. Balor got a huge pop. Um, who else? Um, I'm saying pop a lot here. Kevin got a big pop. Biggie got a big pop. Seth got a big pop. Shinsuke got a big pop. And it was nice to see everyone, you know... Singing his theme song again. That it was, it was beautiful. Brought a tear to the eye. Um, who else? Um, Shotzi and Tegan Knox. They got a really big pop. Um, Natalia and Tamina are got the biggest pop they're ever gonna get. Just because they were on the show, they got a pretty big pop. Everyone got a big pop. Um, Corbin got a big pop. Or, or Corbin didn't even have entrance music, and he still got a big pop. Yeah. Um, Cesaro got a really big pop. Uh. Even at the Alpha Academy got a pretty decent pop. It was so cool. I loved it. Um, it was amazing. Probably one of the most fun wrestling shows I've ever seen. To be honest, in the new SmackDown stage was when I, I first saw a leaked a picture on Twitter of it, and it was like um, a um, just like this giant LED screen. And from where the picture was taken, I was like, I don't like it. I thought it was kind of ugly. And then I started watching the show and I saw it from like all these different angles and I, it grew on me and now I really like it. Uh, I'm interested. I've heard they're going to be roughly the same for Ron Smackdown, maybe like some minor changes, but we'll just see come Sunday. And I wonder if that's going to be like, I wonder if that's going to be how they do money in the bank too. They're just going to have that big thing, which I don't know. I'd kind of be for, but I'd also kind of be like, try something different but wwe never does different entrance um things for pay-per-view these there's stages for pay-per-views unless it's mania or SummerSlam occasionally or maybe the rumble depending on where they have it but yeah um it was it was cool it was one of the most fun shows i've watched in a long time uh and like even some of the matches that were they were solid, but they weren't great. The crowd just made them, like, elite because they were just losing their crap over, like, a flatliner. It, it was great. It was so much fun. It was it was so cool. So, I don't know what else to say, really, about the fans. It was great. And I'll talk more about the fans um, as we progress through certain events of the episode. But, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, it was so cool. So let's get into the main review of everything that happened, beginning with the show open with a six-man tag, Roman and the Usos versus Edge and the Mysterio. Actually, no, it opened with a Vince promo. Um, let's get to it. Let's bloody get to it, mate. Welcome back to the Zuplex Show. I'm your host, Brett, and now we're going to be going over the full play-by-play review of everything that happened on the show. So, um, the show opened with a, like, video package of, like, kind of like, oh, fans are back, you know. It showed, like, some wrestlers in, like, empty arenas kind of, like, looking out, like, oh, there's no fans here. And it showed, like, some, like, some of the 
Thunderdome moments like Roman and all that stuff. And then it showed like some of the greatest crowd moments ever, like Edge returning or like uh, it showed like the Stone Cold beer bash, you know, all those like big crowd pop moments from across the years, kind of just to get you hyped up. Like, yeah, fans back. This is going to be sick. Woohoo. All that fun stuff. And um, firstly, I just saw on Twitter that uh, before the show, like Triple H and Stephanie were like outside the arena, like greeting fans, which is really cool. I just thought I'd, you know, shout them out. It was really cool. And uh, also credit to WWE's video package editing team, whatever they're formally called. Um, this Their video packages are always so great. They're, they're so good. Um, this was no different. This was a great video package. Got me really excited to see fans. And actually, this package had been released on YouTube, but um, I didn't watch it because I didn't want to see, like, the package because I knew they showed on SmackDown. So this was my first time seeing it, and it got me, like, really hyped up and excited to see fans. So it was it was very cool. And so the show opens. All the fans were there. They're losing their crap. Um and uh, first person to come out was Vince McMahon, which, you know, may, really may, like showed you like how special this was if Vince is like actually coming out. So I think we've seen Vince four times in the last year. We saw him in the Money in the Bank. We saw him at WrestleMania night one. We saw him in the first episode of Thunderdome, and we saw him here. So it like it really put it up there as made this feel really special and being there. And I saw some people co- complaining on Twitter about like, Oh, Vince is taking time from the younger talent. And firstly, stop being so cynical and jaded, um, you geez, wrestling fans. But uh, these wrestlers wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Vince. They wouldn't. This this wouldn't happen if it wasn't for Vince. And I think that needs to be known. Vince, people don't appreciate him enough. Vince comes out to a massive pop, even though everyone always talks about how much they quote-unquote hate him. Um... Yeah, so Vince comes out to huge, huge pop. And he, six word, six word promo. He comes out and he says, Where the hell have you been to the fans? And then he leaves, which is a bit ironic if you really think about it. He asks where they've been and then he immediately leaves. It, it It's kind of ironic, which is kind of funny. But um, this was, it was good. It, you know, it was six word promo and people who complain about Vince taking time from um, other wrestlers, this was like 30 seconds long. It was a, and he didn't even go to the ring. He just stood on the stage and said it. And yeah, it was great. It was cool. I liked it. It was good. Good stuff. Um, and then so after that, the show opened with a six man tag. Uh, sorry, I'm really congested today. It was Edge, Ray, and Dominic, Edge and the Mysterios versus Roman and the Usos. And um, before this match starts, I will say um, it was announced on um, WWE's Twitter that um. The Usos will be facing the Mysterious for the tag team titles on the Money in the Bank kickoff show. I saw people complaining about this, like, oh, why are they on the kickoff show? They don't care about their tag titles. And I said, no, this is actually quite clever of them because they've been telling this story about, like, how when um Roman was talking to Jay about how when he teams up with Jimmy, he goes from being Jay main event Uso to, like, the opening match and stuff. And here he is again. He teams with um. Jimmy and he's in the opening match of the show. So it actually makes quite a bit of sense if you really think about it. So uh, very smart from WWE there. I just thought I'd mention it because it adds a bit of heat to this match. But um, so Edge came out, huge pop. Roman came out, huge pop. Mysterious came out, huge pop. The Usos came out with Roman. But yeah, everybody got a huge pop. It was very, very, very cool. And um, 
Yeah, it was great. It was great. And Roman looked so cool with like he just looked with like the entrance theme and like holding up the title with like the huge reaction, like the giant Titan Tron behind him. It looked awesome. But anyway, so the match started. Roman and the Usos were kind of like hanging out on the outside. Edge's Edge and the Mysterious are staring them down from the inside of the ring. And so Edge is like focused on Roman and Jay comes in and cheap shots him from behind. Jay, so it starts with Jay and Edge um, to like a chorus of boos from the fans. Um, Edge immediately, he uh, gets the upper hand. He makes the tag to Dominic, uh, big pop. And Dominic makes the tag to Ray. They do some double team stuff. Uh, eventually, Jimmy got the tag in, and um, they battled back and forth with uh, Dominic for a little bit, but then Roman held out his hand, got the tag to a huge pop, and then he uh, threw Dom out of the ring and just immediately just, like, threw him onto the like into the ring post and was just throwing him all around the place. Uh, he then hit a huge power bomb on the announce table, which did not break, uh, before he threw Ro- Dominic back in the ring and... Uh, continued to just like beat on him and tag the Usos and who kept beating on him. Dominic was able to get the hot tag to Edge, who the fans went wild for. Um Edge immediately went for he knocked uh one of the Usos off the apron and then he went to knock Roman off the apron. Roman just jumped off and he was like, hey, you're not hitting me. Um and then so Edge worked over one of the Usos. I can't remember which one for a little bit. And then um, Ray got the tag and was about to hit a 619 on Jay, but Roman stopped it from happening. Um, Roman was on the outside kind of like laughing about what he had done. Edge took him out to a spirit of huge pop. And then um, the Usos, the, the um, unlegal, so they didn't make a tag. So unlegal Uso, um, the illegal Uso kicked Ray in the face. And then the other one rolled him up and like pulled the tights to um, get the pin on Ray. Um and then, um, so Brit, and then Ray gets pinned by one of the Usos. And then post match, uh, Reigns and the Usos start attacking Edge and Dominic and Ray, um, and all that stuff. Um, Edge grabs a chair and is able to take out both Usos, but then Roman takes him out with the Superman punch. He he takes like a piece of the chair off, and he's about and he's thinking about putting Edge in it. But he turns around, Edge hits him with a spear and uh, to a huge pop. Um, and then Edge grabbed the um, steel thing and he put Reigns in the cross face and Reigns actually like tapped out to the so a lot of very interesting imp- implications there. Uh, and I just want to shout out Dominic was so good in this match. Dominic is like he's so good. This was his first match against fans and he bloody showed out, mate. It was so cool. And um, like there was this point where he got the tag in, he bounced off the middle rope to the other middle rope and hit a springboard moonsault like he was like Ray Phoenix. It was so sick. Dominic, he's so good. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. And then there's another really big cool double team spot where Edge tagged in Ray. He picked up uh, one of the Usos for Spinebuster, and then Ray um hit like a senton, a springboard senton. So they both took him out, and that got a huge pop. This just the crowd was so alive for this. Edge hit a flatliner, and the crowd like lost it. So. Yeah, it was really cool. It was so great. Um, it yeah, it was so cool. Um, as a six man tag match, this was it was fine. It wasn't great, but the crowd just elevated it so much to make this match like so great. It it was it was really good. It was really good. Like as a match, the Thunderdome this would have been like it was okay, but considering the fan reaction, it was really good. So really good opening match here. Great stuff. Um, 
And then it goes to break. We come back. Uh, Edge of the Mysterious are backstage talking about how, oh, Jay's, the Usos, and Roman cheated to beat us. That sucks. And then uh, Kayla comes over to interview Edge of the Mysterious. They're like, okay, we're out of here. Uh, Edge talks about how um, he, sorry, I'm so congested today. Um, He talked about how, oh, I just made that little B word, Roman. He actually said it. Tap out. And he continued. And then he called Roman a B word again. Um, this this is a total massive pop, by the way. Um. Very good backstage promo from Edge. And then um, and then we heard laughing from the background. The camera turned, and Seth Rollins was standing there. Rollins got a huge pop. Um, Rollins walks into the shot, and Edge says, you really think you're going to beat Roman Reigns? There's no way you're beating Roman Reigns this weekend. I mean, just just look at you. There's no way you beat him. But then he was like to Edge, but Edge, I'm going to be your biggest fan this weekend. I hope you, I hope you win. I really do. Because once you win, I'm gonna cash in that money in the bank contract. Um, I um that uh, you made famous. I'm gonna cash in on you and win that universal title and start what or, and finish what I started seven years ago when I had your head on that briefcase and I didn't pull the trigger. Great promo here from Seth. He was so good. Um, this was really really great. I really re- I really really liked it. Yeah, re- great stuff. Great stuff. Um, and then. We had a um, little promo. Uh, Sami Zayn's music hit, huge pop. He came out to talk about how, oh, I have. Um, he came out and he talked about how there's a conspiracy against him and he should be in Money in the Bank. And he said that, um, you know, for the past year there's been a conspiracy. Um, and he said that, um, and he tried to get like a justice for Sami Chan going and the crowd started. Um, and the crowd started um, chanting, justice for Sammy, justice for Sammy. And uh, Sammy's like, but there wasn't that many people chanting it. It was only like half the crowd. The other half were kind of like booing him because he's a heel. Uh, and so Roman's like, oh, I guess you Texas hooligans, or he called them like something. Wouldn't get it. And at this moment, he called them like Texas, like he was making fun of the Texas fans. In my head, I was like, Okay, it's either going to be Undertaker or Steve Austin comes out and takes out Sammy. That was my prediction. But uh, it was not happening. Finn Balor's music hit to a huge, like a huge pop for Balor. Balor came out to the ring. Um, he Sammy's saying, he's like, oh, it's Finn Balor. And then he goes to attack him. Finn moves out of the way. He um, takes out Sammy. He then hits him with the missile or the the um, shotgun drop kick and a coup de grace before. Um, and Balor does like his whole entrance with like the like da da where the greatest out of stairs. And the whole crowd did it with him. It was so cool. It was so awesome. Um, this was really cool. It great to see Balor back on SmackDown. This roster is so loaded. Um, I w- I don't know why he's on SmackDown though because Raw is like their divisions are pitiful kind of uh so yeah i think he should be on raw but i don't mind seeing him on smackdown put a title on this guy or have him feud with sammy because either works for me because sammy's great in the ring and balor's great in the ring and together they'd be awesome in the ring so yeah uh this was a really cool segment sammy was great with his like justice for sammy stuff. it was very very good um and then balor's return was great he's like that sammy simple and effective um the um only problem was that I wish Balor, like, got to do a little bit more, but this, it was still, it was fine. It was still very good. Um, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff here. I really liked it. Uh, Sammy selling, by the way, in this segment was great. Whenever he, he took a move from Balor, he'd be just, like, dying, like, having a seizure on the ground. It was so cool. I loved it. Um, 
yeah, great stuff here. And then uh, next up was um, Knox and Shotzi versus Natalia and Tamina. If uh, Shotzi and Knox won, then they would get a tag team title shot, even though they won last week, and they should already get a tag team title shot. But it doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, Shotzi and Knox came out. Huge pop. Um, they shot the tank missile into the crowd, and one of the fans grabbed it and, like, caught it. Uh, and then Tamina and Natalia came out to a big pop, even though they're trash, son. They're trash. Um, um, so, match started. Um, Selena Vega and Liv Morgan were on commentary, and they were basically just, like, shouting at each other the entire time. Um, the Women's Tag Team Champions were in control early. They were kind of just isolating Shotzi and just beating her down. But eventually, uh, Shotzi was able to escape and make the hot tag to Tegan, uh, before she came in and started being on Sally a bit, she then hit the Shining Wizard, which she is a great Shining Wizard. She does call herself the girl with the Shiniest Wizard. Um, but yeah, great Shining Wizard for Neofla on Natalia. Um, Zelina Vega and Liv Morgan started brawling with each other because they had been arguing on commentary the whole time, which I actually thought was quite funny, the bickering back and forth between them. Uh, and they start brawling. The crowd pops massively for this. Um, they start brawling. Liv Morgan's thrown into the ring, which distracts um, Natalia. Um, and then Tegan rolls her up from behind for the pinfall victory. Uh, and then post-match, her and um, Shotzi and Knox are just like, all right, we out, son. And so they immediately roll out of there. Get, they get on the tank, and they book it out of there. It was fun. It was hilarious. Crowd popped huge for the Shotzi and Knox victory, by the way. So they just book it out of there on the tank post-match. But um, Tamina and Natalia are, like, mad that, oh, you distracted us, Liv Morgan. So uh, they take out Zelina Vega at ringside. Um, but then uh, they go to take out Liv Morgan, but she takes out both of them, and she stands tall ahead of Money in the Bank. Uh, she, her being one of the favorites to win it, and probably the crowd favorite to win the Money in the Bank, I would say. So, um, yeah. This was, I've seen some people complain about this, you know, it's a rematch, it didn't go that long. I thought it was fine, I thought the in-ring action was solid, I thought, again, the crowd elevated this quite a bit. Um, nice to see Shotzi Knox winning, and I thought the, I thought, um, to me, I thought, um, Zelina and, um, uh, Liv Morgan were hilarious on commentary get together, and I thought, like, the big brawl at the end, I'm, I'm a sucker for a brawl, uh, this was all I, I quite enjoyed all this personally, but you know you can free, feel free to have your own opinion. But I thought the crowd being there just made everything on the show. D- d- doesn't matter how like if it went two minutes for, in a DQ, <laughs> Cesaro versus Chad Gable. I mean notice, but uh, it it was still it was still very very good. It was still very very good. Um, yeah, and I forgot to mention when Balor came out, I like properly marked out. Like I have I have four wrestle I have five sorry I have five wrestling T shirts. I have a WrestleMania 36 and a WrestleMania 37 shirt, which those don't really count because they're not shirts of specific wrestlers. Then I have a DX shirt and an Undertaker shirt. And if you watch my favorite wrestlers video, you know, Undertaker's my favorite wrestler of all time. And, you know, um, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are my number two and three. So clearly, if I have a shirt, that means I really like you. My other shirt, I have one other shirt, and it's a Balor Club shirt. So when Balor came out, I was actually wearing my shirt. Um, I proper marked out for Balor. It was I. Uh, it was great. And I just had to mention that. Next up was um, Bianca Belair taking on Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella came out to a big pop. Uh, Bianca came out to a massive pop. Uh, she took um, Bianca took the advantage early on Carmella before Carmella sent her in the apron, hit a big shot, um, and then. Bianca went to like ram her into, or into the ring post, but Carmella grabbed her hair and pulled her like shoulder first in the ring post, which it sounded like it hurt, like ouch. 
Um, they then started brawling on the outside with Carmella just throwing Bianca into the barricade shoulder first a bunch of times. Then we went to a break. Um, when we came back, uh, Carmella hit a hurricane runner from the top rope on for a near fall before uh, she had a super kick, but that wasn't enough to keep Belair down. Just a bunch of like moves, just keep, trying to keep Belair's power down. But eventually, Belair was able to counter. Um, she whipped Carmella with her hair. Another that like sound, the sound of it just ouch is. It looked sounds crazy. She whipped uh, Carmel with their hair, which allowed uh, uh, well Carmel selling that she hit her with the KOD for the win. Of course, that was the finish of their her SmackDown's title match at WrestleMania. Or what kind of the finish of her SmackDown's title match at WrestleMania 37? Perhaps hinting at a feud with Sasha Banks for SummerSlam. I see you, Bianca. Uh, she hit the KOD for the win. This was this was very very good. Um, yeah, this was uh, should Bianca be DQ'd for hitting. With the hair, I personally don't think so. I don't think because it's part of her body. Um, I don't think so. I think it's a shady tactic, but I don't think she should be DQ'd. I just think it's a shady tactic, personally. But Bianca beat Carmella. This match was actually very good. Carmella is one of the most underrated underrated on the women's roster in the ring, in my opinion. She was really really good here. She and Bianca played off each other rather well. This was this was very good. It was, it was very good stuff here. This was a very good match, and of course, the crowd elevated a ton. They were constantly like just going crazy, all that stuff. And then we go backstage. Um, Otis and Chad Gable are talking about how like people are afraid of them in the locker room, and they can smell fear. Um, they get a massive pop on their show on screen, and then um, Cesaro walks into the into a frame, and the crowd loses it for Cesaro. Um, Cesaro talks about hey. We're not afraid of you. Let me take you on tonight. But then Otis attacked Cesaro, kind of took out his midsection before there, um, because their match was next. Uh, he takes out his midsection to a chorus of booze. Next up was Otis versus Cesaro. Alva Academy got a big pop. Cesaro got a huge pop when he came out. Um, match started. Um, Cesaro was getting beat on early, just a bunch of like big stripes from Otis constantly just clobbering him. Um, but eventually, um, Cesaro was able to hit him with a bunch of uppercuts and kind of was starting to take advantage. Uh, he, oh, he, Otis then threw him into the corner. He went for a shoulder first in the ring post. Um, uh, um, Cesaro moved out of the way. So, um, Otis went shoulder first in the ring post. And then um, Cesaro kicked him, so he went shoulder first in the ring post again. But then Gable came out from um, behind and hit Cesaro with a German, hit him with a German suplex, uh, which, caused the, which caused the DQ. Um, after that, Cesaro... Um, Gable tried, um, Cesaro, uh, Gable tried to attack Cesaro again, but Cesaro pushed him back and then hit a pop-up uppercut on him for, for a huge pop. And then he did the swing and all the crowd was like counting along with him. Huge, huge pop for that. It was so cool. Um, yeah, this was very, very good. But then Otis came in and he took out Cesaro with a big splash and just beat him down to a course of booze. This was, um... It was fine. I just thought the post match was very. I, I quite like the crowd was great here. I don't even care that it went two minutes for a DQ. The fact that the crowd was even just there is making me just like everything for a. It's like a protective protective shield that only lasts one episode of SmackDown and maybe one episode of Raw. We'll have to see. Um, but yeah, I didn't mind. I I, I just love this. Cesaro got a great reaction. Hopefully they go back to pushing him. But we'll have to see. Yeah, this was. I like this. Backstage, we had a segment with uh, Paul Heyman um, talking about to Kayla how Edge is going to re- uh, repent for his sins against Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank when the tribal chief destroys him, kills him, you know, 
the usual stuff before Big E came into frame. Crowd went wild, wild for that. And he did the all WWE Universe. In the crowd, you could hear them all chanting along with him. And he told Roman, and he told Paul that, hey, you should be worried about Edge on Sunday because he made your boy Roman tap out. Uh, another good backstage segment. Big E was great here. Paul's promo is very good. Yeah, very, very good stuff. Um, next out was Baron Corman. He came out. And- uh, welcome back to the Suplex Show. Okay, I'm sorry about what just happened. My audio recording randomly just cut out while I was recording. But um, I'm just going to continue from there because I was already 20 minutes in. And fun fact, that was actually the third time I had been interrupted while trying to record the play-by-play. So I'm just going to continue from there. I don't know why I cut out, but I'm just going to continue from where I left off. So where I was was Baron Corbin came out to a big reaction, despite the fact he didn't even have music. He came out and he talked about how in the past couple weeks he had lost everything. And he said that his daughter was sick from eating spaghetti out of a can because she couldn't get any real meat. And uh, he talked about how he was going to get evicted and he was going to have to move in with his in-laws and all that stuff. Um, he then talked about how he had started crowd, a crowdfunding campaign and all he needed was $10,000 um, or $100,000 um, from the fans. It is called www.corbinfundme.com. And it is a real website you can actually visit. But unfortunately, due to Corbin's not enough funds to like, actually make the website, it's currently under construction, so you can't donate. I'm very sorry. But it is a real website. I actually checked during the segment. Um, but um, he was, like, asking the fans for money. And then Kevin Owens' music hit. He came out massive pop. Um, Kevin Owens walked out, and Corbin was like, please, um, Kevin, I, I need money from you. And this isn't – I'm not trying to make fun of you, but it's clear you don't spend much on your much money on your wardrobe. So clearly you have some money to spare for me. Just please, please. And um, the, And then Owens is like – did you just make fun of me? And it gives him a stunner, and the crowd lose it. And then um, uh, rolls out of the ring, and then uh, Biggie, and then the match. So it's time for the Fatal Four Way main event after that. But this was a uh, quick review of the segment. It was Corbin Place's role so well. This was very, very good. I quite enjoyed it. Good bloody stuff. Uh, after that, Biggie came out, huge pop. Shinsuke came out, everyone was singing his music. Seth came out, huge pop. And um, yeah. Um, so the match started. Seth Rollins was immediately like, I'm out of here, mate. So he started. He got on the apron. He's about to leave. But then Biggie hit him with the spear off the apron. Biggie then got hit with the suicide dive from KO. And Nakamura hit a knee off the apron to um, Kevin Owens. So very, very hot start for this match. Uh, crowd was losing it. Uh, we then went to a break. When we came back, uh, Biggie was in control, beating up Owens. But then uh, Nakamura took them both out, and they hit um, – and then Nakamura came into the ring, and uh, Big E took Owens to the top rope, and he's trying to hit him with the superplex, but Owens was, like, blocking it. So then Nakamura got up with him. They hit a double superplex on Owens. Uh, Rollins got hit with a knee strike and rolled out of the ring, but then he grabbed a ladder, and um, he um, hit took out Shinsuke a couple times before he rolled to the outside. There was a ladder next to the announce table. He looked up at it. Then he cleared off the announce table, um, and he put Shinsuke on it, and they started climbing the ladder. But Owens pulled him off the ladder and, uh, like, threw him to the ground. And then uh, he climbed up the ladder, and he hit, like, a, it was, like, a very tall ladder. He hit this massive elbow drop um, off the ladder through the announce desk. Um, and 
this uh, like the cameraman like dropped his camera and the camera was like spinning everywhere it was so cool it was really really cool and so that took both of them out of the match then we went back to the ring there's little exchange between Rollins with Biggie where Biggie went for the um big ending Rollins was able to slide out of the way uh and take him out from behind Biggie fell down and then Rollins hit a stomp on to a ladder and uh pinned him for the win and then uh, post-match Rollins uh, everyone else was down but Rollins he climbed up um the money and uh, grabbed the money in the bank reef case and um, yeah, um, and grabbed it and as the show closed. So Rollins is not winning. They're just trying to present him as like this big threat, but he's clearly not going to win this Sunday. But um, yeah, this is good stuff. I think Biggie getting pinned would not have been my pick personally, but I think him like losing off a stomp, not just a stomp, but a stomp onto the ladder kind of protects him in. This match, is, it was a very fun Fatal 4, right? The crowd were so into it. This was very good stuff. And uh, that's all for the whole SmackDown show. I'll give you my final thoughts on it in the outro, so make sure to stick around. I'll see you there. Welcome back to the Suplex Show, uh, and it's time for the outro. My final thoughts on SmackDown. It was very, very – I loved it. Great show. It was so much fun. Crowd was hot. Fit, uh, six-man tag was great. Sammy Balor return was great. Uh, Corbin was great. Fatal 4 main, main event was great. Hell, the women's tag team match wasn't too bad, thanks to the crowd. Um, Cesaro Otis, well going to a two-minute DQ, which is great. Everything was so much fun on the show with fans back. It was just, it was great. Um, that's all for today's episode, though. Um, thanks for listening. Make sure to follow Suplex Show on Spotify, Radio Wave, Google Podcasts, Breaker, wherever you listen. Uh, give us a follow and make sure to go to other places. Give us a follow there too because we can use all the followers that we can get. Uh, if your platform allows you to give a review, make sure to give us a five-star review because that helps out a lot. And if not, uh, be so I'd be very thankful if you could head over to those other platforms and give us a five-star review there because it'd be very bloody helpful. Uh, also, make sure to follow Suplex Show on Twitter at Suplex Show. Follow me on Twitter at Kind Platypus. And, um, yeah, um, oh, tell your friends to listen. Tell people on Twitter to listen. The more listeners, the better. If you want something to be read on an episode, like a question, something about wrestling or something in general, uh, as long as it's not inappropriate, you can send that to the Suplex Show at gmail.com or a criticism on how to make the show better. I'll also read that on an episode. Um, and I'll make sure to shout you out if you send something in to include a name to be shouted out by or a fake name or a wrestling name. Because that'd be pretty fun, wouldn't it? It would. Anyway, thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'll see you next week. Or tom- I'll see you tomorrow for the money in the bank predictions. Bye.